Greetings, greetings, greetings. It's your boy Juwan Mask here, the Paranormal Poppy. Welcome to Urban Legends with the Ghost Brothers, brought to you from Discovery Plus. Hello, hello, hello. What's up? What's up? What's up? I know it's been a while, our dear listeners. Have you missed us? Because uh, this is your boy, the Marcus Harvey here. And please don't forget about the one and only Dalen Spread. Now listen, y'all. I am talking to a great guy today. I'm talking this man is amazing. Mm, you might got... have not heard of him specifically, but you have definitely heard of his work. Come on now. Mm-hmm. This is got? the great Alan B. McElroy. Man, listen, he is a horror thriller screenwriter extraordinaire. I'm Whoa. telling you, he is definitively best known for his work on the Spawn franchise. Whoa. Y'all know that. Whoa. And... Bro, he has a nice pen game. Like, he pins some of your favorite horror films, such, such as Halloween 4. Say word. Return of Michael Myers. Come on now. And Wrong Turn. Man, you know I made a whole bunch of right turns after I saw Wrong Turn. Because I was like, I ain't going to do <laughs> that. Had you afraid he, of a bad decision? Man, that, that thing had me scared, bro. Listen, man. Our podcast today is covering something that he is very familiar with. I mean, he set a lot of his work within this Environments per se. What environment? Man, trees and forests. Wait, 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 wait. So the creepiness of what's happening in forests or like? It depends on how many there are. Not but car. to answer your question, Marcus, yes. Oh, okay. All right, bro. What did he say about trees and forests? Okay, Juwan. I like where your head is, man. But give me a second. You're jumping the gun. Okay. Look, I asked him, man. I said, look, man. Why do so many movies like take place in the forest? Forests feel eternal. Mm. There's a cycle of life that happens in forests that are that's uh, sort of magical and uh, mysterious, but also the idea that there's a darkness in there. There's a, there's a the forest we have tried to to overcome, to to tame, to escape, but yet it continues to exist. Things go into the forest that never come out. It's something that just brings a mystery to us that we we gravitate to. Mm. That's deep, man. You know what's kind of crazy about that? Because if you think about how, like, a di- like like he said, something can go into the woods or the forest but doesn't come out, it's because, like, it's like it's almost like the land sea, if you will. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, if you go to the ocean, we don't know what's deep into the ocean. Oh, that sounds cool, what you said, Marcus. But did you just call the forest the land sea? Yes, it's the land sea. <laughs> okay. The forest <laughs> is the land sea. Guys. Wow. <laughs> That's, that's a new, that's that's a new deep. Word. Now that's, that's deep. So that's coming up. And as we said before, we will dig into the power and the, the fury of forests and, and earth and nature and the entire life cycle. Calm down, Pastor. Calm, calm down. your ass down. <laughs> calm your that's ass down. Offering <laughs> no, there was no offering plate. Just <laughs> calm down. Y'all ain't giving me nothing, nothing for that. Nothing for that. No ties on that one, man. I'm sorry, guys, but listen, man, it's just really fascinating. Like, so many crazy stories happen in the woods. Yeah. Little Red Riding Hood. Yeah. The Three Little Pigs. Yeah. What? I thought it was the Three Little Bears. Hey, man, them too. Okay. Pigs did have a house in the woods. They they, did. They did, Mm because there's a wolf. Think about all the movies, right, that have woods attached to them. Like we said, Wrong Turn. Mm Mm-hmm. The Evil Dead series. Ooh, that's a good one. Shoot, even Poltergeist has some trees. Man, you... Did they... Wait, it was just in their backyard, though, right? But it, it was some trees. Okay, there was... There was some, okay, you're right. My bad. I didn't how to how many trees do you need before it's considered a forest? I say about seven of them. Seven of them. So if you got seven, seven trees in your seven yard... Yep. About seven of them. So 
If you have seven mum trees in your yard. If you got about seven mum trees in your in your in your backyard, you got about a forest in there. You got about you got about half. You got a half a forest. You got half. You got you got about you just have a quarter of a forest. Actually, a quarter of a forest. Yeah. It's true, really. We also have Sleepy Hollow, mm-hmm. and then one of Dalen Spratt's favorites, the Blair Witch Project. Look at you knowing your man. Nah, you remember when we were out there doing that investigation, bro? And like the motion detectors started going all off in the in the woods. In the though. woods, though. No, I'm telling you, fellas, I don't feel comfortable in the forest, especially late at night. But I've done wilderness survival training. I know how to tie a few knots. I don't like forests. I really don't feel. Comfortable but, in them, but you. How are you gonna be an Eagle Scout how? and you don't like forests? You, you guys weren't in that, so you don't know the order of things. Have you, you ever been camping? I have. You've seen me put up a tent. Whoa, you've been there. <laughs> that was mad aggressive. Well, I'm letting you know. I got statistics. He got receipts. Yeah, the, uh, the lantern he had, the had. lantern mm-hmm. and the lighter, the little Keep khaki on. shorts. He definitely had yes, the khaki those shorts. Those came and above the, the knee. Those, those. I was a man before I was a boy. To <laughs> one been wearing thigh shorts since the third grade. <laughs> <laughs> and he's wearing them right now. Boy Scout motto is just to always be prepared. But do you remember we investigated that forest in Massachusetts? No, that's the episode where they had all them dead bodies yeah. <laughs> buried in the backyard. Yeah. Every, but was every the... episode with Woods has a lot of dead bodies. And oh. Buddy was like, I don't know how all these dead bodies got in my backyard. <laughs> yeah, right. And then we start slowly creeping <laughs> back. We start property backwards. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy, man. I mean, it's unique when you go into the woods, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely, 100%. Originally from Cleveland, Ohio, bro, my man has lived in L.A. since the early 90s. His first love for horror came when he was watching the movie Jaws. But look, he also threw in Poltergeist. Okay. Which also has what? Trees. And woods in the yard. So here I am with Alan B. McElroy. Welcome. See, Alan is a screenwriter, producer, and director of film, television, comic books, and video games, man. He is best known for his work on the Spawn franchise, Halloween 4, The Return of Michael Myers, and don't forget about Wrong Turn. So the movie Halloween, you wrote it in it's 11 days. Is that correct? Yep. 11 yep. days you wrote a blockbuster hit in 11 days. Yeah, wow. I was young. I was young and full <laughs> energy. <laughs> right, right. What was that like? Can you remember that 11 days? You know what I mean? In your life, like what was going on, where you were in your head. Well, like, I was just in the Writers Guild, just recently in the Writers Guild. We were heading towards a strike mm. in 19. And so we had 11 days before the strike hit. So I sat down and, you know, I had a, back then I could write really fast. I think the fastest screenplay I ever wrote was like four days. So 11 days wasn't really that traumatic for me. I was used to just writing in that kind of relentless, relentless kind of pace. And that's what I did. Just I just spit out a story in, in 11 days. And, you know, again, it's just sort of writing from, you know, what was in organic and authentic. And I think one of the things that gets lost in the writing process and screenwriting, especially, is that the initial writer writes something that feels very organic and authentic and real and pours from their heart. And through the process of notes, you know, producer notes, right. directing notes, you know, studio notes, that can get sort of bled out of projects. So you wonder why, wow, that's a great idea. Why did it turn into a bad movie? It's usually that that process of development can destroy a a project. Whereas they didn't have time to do that with Halloween 4. They didn't have time to to develop it. They also had an end date, a a release date. And so they were sort of back against the gun to go make the movie. And I think that's why I think, you know, just 
you know, serendipity and, and, and the blessing of God brought it all together. That's yeah. what happened so well. That's dope, man. I appreciate you saying that. And many blessings to you, man, on your path and journey with your work, bro, because you deserve it. So... That was a feel-good moment. Time to bring it back dark. <laughs> this right. episode, man, we're talking about the woods and trees and forests, right? Mm -hmm. So in your yeah. movie Wrong Turn, there's a there's a quote at the beginning. It was like, y'all told us not to go, <laughs> but we're going back anyway. <laughs> Why right. do you feel like the woods and the forest is just like this creepy, creepy place that like people still to this day feel like they have to explore? I think because forests feel eternal. Mm. There is a there's, a there's a cycle of life that happens in forests that are that's a sort of magical and a mysterious, but also the idea that there's a darkness in there. There's a there's a the forest we have tried to to overcome, to to tame, to escape, but it continues to exist. Things go into the forest that never come out. Mm. The forest it wastes nothing. You, you know, an animal goes in there. If you've ever watched a time lapse of a deer that has died in the forest. Within a matter of hours, that deer has been completely consumed. The forest has consumed it and brought it back. The primordial forest is is something that is uh, that just brings a mystery uh, to us that we we gravitate to. It remains unknown because right. these are living things. Trees are living things. Right? Do they speak to each other? Do they talk to each other? So all that I think speaks to our souls and and is both terrifying it's dark but it's also it's a mystery that we can't we can never completely unravel I think that's what draws us back to it. Do you find yourself incorporating some of those themes uh into your movies and scripts? Oh absolutely because uh, you want it you know, the force must also be a character. And when I was in you know if in reading if you read the script for the long turn I I want the forest to also feel like it you know, there's life there's character to it. Shadows and darkness in that forest. There's a life behind everything. It's alive. It's it's speaking. The way the wind, you know, come, goes through the trees. The way the leaves rustle. All those things. And there's more life in. A, there's always more life in a forest than you know of. And that's what also is fascinating. That at no point when you're walking through a forest are you far away from anything that's alive, that's moving, that's living, that's battling, that's struggling, that's living and dying. Right. It's all happening around you all right. the time. So. When you come up with these dark stories or these horror stories or these creepy worlds, do you ever scare yourself? Like, do you ever get lost in it? <laughs> and like, I it, try. I try to scare myself. Yeah. Right. It's like, I ask myself, what would scare me? You know, how can I write myself into a corner that I can't get out of? Mm -hmm. I mean, because if I can write myself into a corner I can't get out of or I have to figure a way out of, then the audience will be surprised as well. And I, so I do try to scare myself. I try to to challenge myself on things that like, what here would scare me? What if I turned around and saw this? Yeah. How would that be frightening? And then how would I overcome that? You know, that's that's also part of it. Right. So let me ask you this question, Alan. In a dream world, right, you could have anything you ever wanted. What is one horror movie or franchise that you would love to get your hands on? Alien. Really? Yeah. Why Alien? Right Alien. <laughs> you said that Alien. fast. You've been thinking about that. <laughs> oh, because Alien, to me, is a perfect movie. And it was one of the best movies, most influential movies for me when I was in college. I, I probably watched it a hundred times. It's a perfect movie. It's a haunted house movie. It really was revolutionary for its time. So much science fiction, of course, has, has mimicked it. And yet it still stands alone as sort of this perfect, perfect movie. I love science fiction and I love horror. It's a perfect mix of both. Uh, the characters are, are, are very real and organic, and I just love it. I was going to ask you, like I ask everybody else, what's next for you? 
but you have so much stuff on your plate. Do you have that next thing that you're like, oh, yeah, as soon as I get my second, I'm going to get this out of my head, man. Well, it's funny because I had, oh, gosh. I mean, that's the problem. I have so much in my head that I want to get out. <laughs> right. There was one that thing that I wanted to do for years, but it just, it just turned out someone else was doing it. I, for ah. years, for years, I wanted to write the, the story of Bass Reeves. Because ah, yes. Bass Reeves, to me, is bar none the greatest Western hero that has ever walked the face of this earth. Yeah. That Bass Reeves should have been on the on the wall of every black yep. boy, girl, I don't care, whoever. He was a hero, and, and his poster should have been on every single bedroom wall. 100%. And I wanted to write his story so badly because it, it it's just like, Wyatt Earp, forget Wyatt Earp. His story is the story to be written. And that's that's kind of the thing that that also I'm on a crusade to kind of do. Finding all these stories about great black African-American, whatever stories that have gone untold. I love that, man. Like I always say, man, representation matters. It definitely yeah. matters, man. Well, Alan, man, I appreciate you, man, taking the time to speak with me today. I really enjoyed myself thoroughly. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, for sure, I man. That. Many blessings to you, man, and your career journey, man. Like I love the fact that you're doing what you love. You too. I love that, man. What a dope job. I love that, y'all, man. That was crazy. Good job, David. I mean, what a dope guy, man. How in the hell are you going to write a full script in 11 days? I mean, I need some of that magic. I can't do nothing in 11 days. I, I, I can't even put my clothes up in 11 days. They still in, they still un, they still unfolded right now as we speak. When you find a plug, later. when you find a plug, connect me because I may need some too. I got you, bro. <laughs> but yeah, man, like this dude's like done so much, bro. I mean, this brother is like super impressive. I mean, from film to TV, gaming, mm-hmm. comics, like he's a renaissance man. It's like that's the true definition of a renaissance man. It's a visionary, man. Man, I would love to sit here and talk about our guy, McElroy. But listeners, hold tight. We got to go for a little break, but we'll be right back. And I want you to beat us there. Right now, y'all, we're back. Now on to the best part of our show, which is hearing from you. We have a scary story from one of our listeners, Tiffany in West Virginia. Check it out. On August 4th, 2021, me and my parents drove out to see the haunted old hospital on College Hill in Williamson, West Virginia. And as soon as we got to the location and had parked, my dad immediately said that he got this strong feeling that something was telling him, don't step out of the car, because as soon as you touch the ground— They'll know you were here. And a few minutes after he said that, I had gotten out of the car and walked over to take a photo of this location. And then when I got home later that evening, I had looked back at the photo I took and I noticed what looks like a child apparition of a little boy standing in the second floor window of the hospital. And of this child, you can see all of his facial features as well. Like you can see the outline of his head, his chin, his cheekbones, his forehead, his eye indents, his nose, his mouth. And you can see like his neck and his shoulders as well. Okay. Wow. Let me tell you why that's creepy. 
Because she said head, shoulders, knees, and toes. Head, head shoulders, shoulders, knees, and toes. Okay, I, I just want to make sure y'all caught the same <laughs> yeah. thing I caught. Because I'm wow. like, that, that whole apparition. <laughs> I thought she was about to be like shoulders, chest, I, I, pants, shoes. You know what I'm saying? I was like, how much does this child weigh to? Since you know it's a, came so, out So let me pounds. ask you this. Do, do you become more afraid when the child apparition is doing the hokey pokey? Or does that make you feel a little bit more friendly towards it? If it's doing a jovial dance, I'm cool with it. But if it was doing, but if it's just staring at you, if it was doing a pocket knife, yeah. Oh, I, I'm, 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 I'm join him. I'm like, do the pocket knife. Oh, with pocket knife. Do the pocket knife. Do the pocket knife. Do the pocket knife. I hope our listeners catch that. Hey man, y'all Google the pocket knife. Oh, never mind. Google's not paying this. Y'all use whatever search, search engine that, <laughs> that you use, use that we use from Discovery <laughs> Plus. From Discovery Plus. Matter of fact, just search on a Discovery Plus and you'll find the pocket. Search knife Search the pocket knife, man. You just recently had an apparition occurrence, didn't you? Man, he wasn't doing the pocket knife. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't a child? And it wasn't a child, Jawan. God dang. And, but but crazily, it was at a, a mental hospital. Yeah. You know what? Spirits linger around those places. And it's sad that that was a child lingering in the old hospital window. If I was a spirit, where you would be lingering at? <sighs> I know. Church? Popeyes. Man, you Pop think I'm I, you think I'm gonna go to a service? I'm going straight over for a crispy chicken sandwich. Man, I'm at Ooh. a beach. I'm straight at a beach. Popeyes on the beach? No, why y'all keep saying Popeyes? <laughs> Everybody loves a what? good biscuit I'm not talking about no Popeyes. chicken. No, I'm not talking about no chicken. That's not what I wish for in my afterlife. Chicken. What are you talking about? He's gonna be a, he gonna be a vegan in his afterlife. Yeah, I might. I actually might. I'm gonna have a six pack in the afterlife. Because I ain't gonna have it on Earth. <laughs> Ever? We've come I, to I that conclusion. To, hey, you know what? Sometimes you just gotta settle on life. I'm good here with a belly. Yeah, Lord. Now, look, if you want to hear your voice on this podcast, you got to send us a voice note that's around a minute long to ghostbrotherspodcast.com. Look, we want to hear all your crazy, paranormal, freakish stories. Now, that's ghostbrotherspodcast.com. Send your stories. But now, guys, are we ready for the game? So I'm going to ask you a question, right? About trees or forests. So the question is going to be, is this a made-up tree or not? Or I need you to say which state this national forest or park is located. Are you guys ready? Ready. Are you guys ready? I'm going to be completely honest with you. Uh, That really don't make sense to me. Because how is a tree going to be made up? Just shut up. Just listen, bro. Okay. This is a tree or not. A butterbell. 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 I'm going to go with no. What'd you say, Jawad? I'm going to go with no. Okay, you guys are right, actually. Okay. All right. It's a butternut. Mm-hmm. And and where is it found? Let me since you guys know that it was you know it wasn't it wasn't a real tree. Where where do you find it, guys? Where do oh. you find a butternut tree? Oh, that's definitely in the south. South where? That's <laughs> <laughs> definitely in the south. South of Canada. Okay. South, okay. Just, South, right underneath it's, there. It's right underneath Canada. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go with uh southeast. Okay, got you. <laughs> Pretty close. Um, you can say central Iowa actually, or uh central Minnesota is mm. where these things are also. Oh, I was yeah. right. Okay, south of Canada. South of Canada. Here we go, guys. Where is this national park? Denali National Park and Preserve. It's over by the Yukon yep. National Park. You right, you know exactly where it's at. Where is that? Yep. I'm going to say in, ooh, I'm going to say Greenboat, Alabama. <laughs> Greenboat? 
So you just put a color and just an object together. <laughs> that's that's the name. Green of the Boat, Alabama, and that's, and that's the name of the city. No, my cousin Forrest. He's uh he was born there. Green Boat. Green Boat, Alabama. And that was in the and that was in the uh, Denali National Park. Yep. He, your your cousin was born in the Denali National Park in Greenboat, Alabama. Yeah. Forrest. Gump is his last name. <laughs> I thought it was Whitaker. What, what did you say? <laughs> what did you say? Oh, you thought it was Whitaker. Okay. Yeah, I just. And what did you say, Jawan? Oh, it's in Montana. Okay, you both are wrong. Alaska. Are you serious? That, All right, here we go. You guys ready? Yep. Is an American elm a tree or not? Yeah, Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh. So, yes. Okay. Yeah. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> you guys are correct. You're on the road, guys. All right, Voyagers National Park. Where is that at? Voyager or Voyager? Because Voyager, Voyager National Park. That's in Bay. <laughs> that's, that's in downtown. <laughs> you know where that's, at. Yeah. that's on the strip. You know where that's, you know where that's at. Yeah, that's an You a wild rise. boy. You that's know where that's at. Hey, hey, it's a $100 cover charge. <laughs> you a wild there. boy for that one. You know where that is. So you say you say I'm gonna go with Vegas. No. You gonna go with Vegas anyway? Bro. I'm gonna go with Vegas. You can still gonna go with Vegas, okay? What about yeah. you, Juwan? See, I gotta go with I'm gonna go with New Hampshire. What? <laughs> New Hampshire? You just wanna throw New Hampshire. I'm just letting you, you know I know states. Where is it? Okay. It's actually a Minnesota guy. Okay. Okay. All right, guys, ready for the next one? Mm-hmm. Yep. Is this a tree or not? The neem tree. The uh, neem tree. The, the neem tree. You well, know what I mean? The neem. Neem. Yeah. Your shin bones connected to you. Neem tree. Yeah. No, yeah, I'm going to go, yeah, neem bone. The neem. The neem bone? That's, I said, is it a neem. tree or not? It's a bone. So you're saying it's a bone? I'm going to say no. the, the neem bone is a tree. The neem tree is a tree. Okay. You're getting automatically de- half of it's deducted. Just, uh, just half <laughs> of it's deducted already. Why? Dalen, half your answer is already deducted because you already just said it's a bone. So half of that's already No, deducted. I said the shin bones connected to the no, neem bone. Okay. And, and you said it's an actual tree? Yes. The, Both of you are saying tree. The neem tree is... I hate that I have to give you that. A, I hate that I have to give you a correct answer for that one because I just feel like you just fell into the right answer on that one. They, they used to tell me that in school, Dalen. You got to show get, your work, Dalen. How'd you get the right answer? I just answer? think that you just made that up right Because I looked at... Because <laughs> you know science? Because I cheated. <laughs> wow. No, it's a plant. It's actually good for healing. Okay. Then there's the last question. The final question. Where is Isles Royale National Park? That's mm. oh, that's where they shot uh, James Bond. Oh, mm-hmm. I, I don't think that was in the United States, bro. So I'm gonna go with uh, yes. What I said? Where is it? <laughs> and, and I'm gonna say yes. Isle Royale National Park. Let's go with Minnesota. Okay, okay. I like where your head is. I'm gonna go with what is it? How you spell it? How you spell Isle? Because that determines what my answer goes. It determines what part of the country it comes from. Is L.E. Oh, oh, it's it's is L.E. Is L.E. I'm gonna go upstate New York. Okay, that's how by knowing the the phonetics of it. That's how you learn where it's from. Oh, that sounds like that's northern New York. That's in New York. The New York is L.E.s. You are both wrong. What? Yes, it's in Michigan. That's the that's the game. You want to, you want to tally it up? <laughs> uh, I know for sure to, I got four right. No. <laughs> four in which no. in which game? Are you talking about for the total seasons? Bro. You have gotten four questions right. You know what? We should really just like stick to paranormal investigating, yeah. guys. But I, who do you think won? Actually, Jawan won. No, you did not. 
not. This is not good sportsmanship. Dalen, you literally just got one point, bro. <laughs> <laughs> literally, literally one point. I've never seen such a poor performance in the game before. All right. I like that game. Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> I okay. didn't, bro. Whatever, man. Man, I like that game. But listen, we didn't just want to hear us talk about ourselves on this podcast. We want to hear from you. In fact, we'd love to hear from you. So if you have a scary story, remember, we're always looking to hear your scary stories. If you have a creepy experience with an urban legend, send us a voice memo at ghostbrotherspodcast.com. And maybe yours will be on our next episode. Thank you for joining us for Ghost Brothers. And you're listening to Urban Legends with Ghost Brothers. See you next week. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for joining Ghost Bros. Urban Legend is Ghost Brothers. See you next week. See you soon. And if you started a party, cried it up a two power, invited everyone you knew. Ah, yeah! I'm sorry. Yeah. Urban Legends with the Ghost Brothers is produced by Neon Hum Media for Discovery Plus. For Discovery Plus, our executive producer is Marissa Lucy. For Neon Hum, our executive producer is Shower Morris. Our lead producer is Crystal Genesis. Our associate producer is Chloe Chobel. Our production manager is Samantha Allison. Music by Asha Ivanovich. Concept by Odelia Rubin and Shara Morris. And our show is engineered by Mark Bush and Lila Williams.